The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 357 on this 18th day of December 2023. Tonight's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks uh, on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. You still got time for stocking stuffers, Christmas gifts, whatever it is over at SeatGeek. You can save yourself some bucks and uh, get some mandarin oranges there for the holiday season day like we talked about the other day. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles, other great podcasts that are over there. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much for everybody who's uh, taking time out of their holiday season, busy shopping, putting up decorations, uh, moving, doing whatever you're doing for uh, putting your us in your ears each and every day from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters, which, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, there's not much going on down here, Dave. We're down to the uh, we're down to the core four and Tino Martinez over my shoulder. And that's it. She's uh, uh, Wednesday morning. We uh, we take possession of the new place. And that's her, man. The uh, where it all started. You'll uh, you'll never see these uh, dwellings again come uh, Wednesday, I guess. So what you did started you four a, years ago. Yeah. You had, you had a garage sale or something like that. Or you just let people take the shit and get, just get it out of here. I couldn't give it away, Dave. Like it's fucking Yankee <laughs> shit. I couldn't give this crap away. It's like, Jesus, I had to, I had to pay them to take it. It's one of those things. I seeing some kid walking us. Hey, do you want to, do you want this? You want that? They were more than happy. I gave them 20 bucks. They just, it was, it was a flea market per se, a reverse flea market. One of those things. Uh, no you were that a rod ball though. eh? No, I, I couldn't give that away. A kid threw it at me. <laughs> if I could find it in the windshield. Yeah, the he, was, he was going through his tickle truck of crap that I gave him. He found the A-Rod ball. He whipped it at me and broke something. So I got to pay some money for that. But whatever. <laughs> One of those deals. Dave, uh, how was the uh, Christmas party this weekend you, you, were, you went to? Uh, it was, it was, I had a really good time. I, uh, Saturday turned into a shift. It was, it was double Christmas party. It was, uh, last Saturday curling before, uh, before the Christmas break. So got a curl and then you got, we have Chinese food and door prizes. And so it turned into a shift for old Davy boy on Saturday, cracked my first beer at 1130 in the AM. I don't And drained the last eggnog of the night no it was it was rum i had switched to rum just uh that was about one o'clock so there was there some cocktails yeah there were some cocktails with with a meal and a half in there like so it wasn't just that breaks her down a little bit that's that's a good thing yeah we had chinese food at the curting event and oh man those deep fried wontons i i think i've said it before i can eat those until i puke and i and I got a good base. So by the time I got to the the work Christmas party, I was uh, I wasn't sober by any stretch, but I had a good base to attack for round two. You you were maybe a little more personable than usual, is what what I'm getting at. Not that you weren't a personal guy to the best of times, but you were a little more joyous, I guess, is the time of year to say. Yeah, but everybody was joyous. It was a fest. We everybody gets along quite well. Small party, like there was only twenty people there. 
um, yeah. with uh, with better halves and stuff. So it was a good it was a good night. And yeah, there was definitely three or four people a little bit more uh, joyous than I was. But I was <laughs> I was tired. I like I got home and went right to fucking bed. Papa had that's a crazy. I uh, we had Deanne's party the Saturday before, like we talked about last week, and like. You're like, it used to be when you you get to one o'clock, like, hey, let's do something. Let's all go to, I'm like, no, I'm just going to jump in the cab and I'm going home. And I don't yeah. even know if I'm going to take my suit off. I'm probably going to put my toes up. And it, however I wake up, I'm going to wake up. If I'm, if I'm in bed or on the, uh, having a snacky poo on the, uh, on the couch or whatever it might be, uh, when it's over, she's over now. Like, I oh, can't, you bet. I, I, I can't ramp it up twice. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, you ramped it up the the the, the, the second time around. You're at the curling rink, and then you left. You went home, probably changed clothes, ramp her up again, and then go. I after this this the second uh, see you later. That's it. I'm not going to a third a third location. Not a chance. Oh no chance. Yeah, there was rumbling. Some some people wanted to go to the casino and like ah, uh, well you're gonna go home, old man. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I fucking just put in a, a twelve hour shift and pop is tired. I'm going home to bed. Yeah, it's it, it gets to that point now. You're I I'm I'm very like people actually know that I'm not yeah. Like I'm not going to a new location after probably ten thirty. This was my, this is my last stop before I go home. It's got it's gotta be something fucking special for me to uh to uh, trip the light fantastic uh for a third locale. There's no getting. Oh yeah, even even uh, pouring a drink after midnight's a pretty rare occasion these days for this guy. So, yeah. you know, the, the fact I, I kept her going that long is, uh, you know, it, it was festive and 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 you're having a good time. But then also like it's it's time to go home because you know all the shit. Because I have I was busy. I, I went into work for three hours on Saturday morning, came home, showered, went curling. Well, then I helped set up this party, and then I had to, then I had to go curl. And then I had came home, another party. Like I had no time to take care of shit at the house, so that means I had shit to do on Sunday and yeah. slept in a little bit. And fuck, I just yeah, yeah I had yeah. the uh, to do like we're like as you know we're we're moving everything else and that, that's all taken over. And then I had I had baseball uh, umpire uh, clinic on Sunday morning, and we had a, a beer afterwards and sitting around talking so i won't see those guys i see them all year long i won't see them again probably the new year and had a beer and had another and then i was like you know what if i have one more i probably won't get anything done the rest of the day i, I got i i will see you guys later like we had two beers each i, I gotta go like that if, if, if we keep going the festive spirit will the, the festive cheer will keep going and uh when i get home there'll be nothing done so and i'm gonna get my butt kick for that from not not you know she doesn't get mad but you know what I, but you know what i mean like it's but, time yeah, that, it has to get done before it has to get done and this yeah. time of year is busy right it's one of those things so one of those how things. many tvs are operational in in the, the tavern now right now there is only the one there's oh, only the man. one tv usually you have three or four going on down here but i only got the one the main one sitting down here so i have there's no hockey game on i got a, i got a foot the football game on the nfl game that i can care that that philadelphia is whatever and the seahawks are fraudulent and everything else and dave the uh i was uh i gotta say when it was all said and done yesterday it was segue into the uh, nfl our, our weekly 1420 uh week uh 15 i think it was this week uh i gotta say it around 
145 yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. The air went out of the balloon for me for the NFL season as I uh, I didn't fare so well in the old football pool. I was three out to start the day. I had a guy had a good good Saturday, three for three, and then the air went out of the balloon yesterday. It's just like that. I'm uh, it's like a whoop sitting on a whoopee cushion, man. She was uh, all over but the crying. Well, it's 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 become a lot harder, right? You went from I, I checked the standings before we got on here today. You were three back in the lead, and now you are. Six. six so you gotta yeah. you gotta be it ain't over no but you're aiming at the pin all the way none of this fucking two putting you gotta drain no. a couple of snakes there and, and coming home so yeah I'm, the, I'm, uh, the afc the afc and the nfc south kind of because i they're both fraudulent divisions they they will they both because they both had big wins yesterday i don't know if they're big wins or just wins yesterday and then uh i i drank the tommy devito kool-aid a little too much and i took the giants and uh, that was uh that might have been the uh the dagger in the fucking old chest for that one because i yeah, I I blew it. I I went for it yesterday and it uh, didn't work. There was a lot, there were some other guys who got some wrong, but yeah, it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. I could care less. Man. So the money's nice, whatever. A couple bucks here and there, but, but you uh, do care, like you say, you want to win, and it's not. No, over you want to win, and you'd yeah. rather you'd rather you'd rather a thousand bucks in your pocket than not have a thousand bucks. In your but you were you were feeling it a little bit and got a little. But I was like, I I, I kind of had I was doing some dancing, little mojo. It's like, hey, if I pick this, and then yeah, it just went for shit yesterday, especially when it went three for three. On Saturday, I was like, okay. but I think everybody pretty much, not everybody, but most people did. And then, uh, yeah, it, it went uh, it went shitty on fucking uh, on uh, on Sunday for me. But oh, well, we'll try again next year. I might get into the money a little still. Who knows what, what's going to happen? But uh, Dave, let's start with Saturday. Uh, your Denver Broncos, um, they didn't play well, and there was a situation where. Uh, uh, Coach Sean Payton and uh, your your main man uh, Wilson were yelling at each other on the sidelines. Actually, no, I, I, Wilson was getting uh, yelled at by Payton. What do you think that conversation? I, I, I saw it. What do you think that conversation was about? Or you might have read something that, that uh, said what, what it was about. You know, I have, yeah, that's I, I did see the highlight, uh, but uh, I'll be honest. As far as Saturday football goes, I'm at a loss because that you game were busy. Yeah. The, yeah, I was busy. My second party started at six thirty. That game started at six fifteen local time. So I checked the score at halftime, and then I didn't check it again. And and that I I, I don't know what happened. Unlike that beat down by uh, Miami, where I went back and watched the game, I'm not going to fuck it. I was too busy. I don't want to watch because that's a that's a heartbreaker. I had called it a couple weeks ago. If Denver can go into Detroit and win that game, they're making the playoffs. And they laid a fucking egg. And I read some shit about uh, like Peyton and uh, not yeah yeah Peyton and Wilson being on different pages at times. There was a couple times uh, where uh, Peyton Man- uh, Peyton Manning um, Sean Peyton should have maybe challenged for overruled touchdowns that looked like they might have been touchdowns. I don't know what happened. But that's fucking heartbreaking. I don't think the Lions are a very good team, and you can't, you can't, you can't go and lay a fucking egg when the playoffs are on the line. And that's this one's heartbreaking because you know after that abysmal start from this team, they gave me a little bit of hope, and that's the fucking worst when a, when the teams do that to their fan base. They just dangle that little bit of hope, and like the ears perk up, your tail starts wiggling. And then 
you fucking going to a vet to get your nuts cut off. You know, and that's that's the thing about sports that kind of makes me laugh. And it's every 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 team that's a contender or pretender, um, and not not bad bad teams or fans of of, of uh, bad teams. They, they don't have that hope. But it's funny when you, you okay, season starts and you go, you know, we're not that bad. And then it's and then it gets going. Okay, we're that bad. And then you win a few. You know, we're not we're not that bad. And then you and then you start becoming mathematician. And like, yeah, you know what? We if we win this one, or th- these three, or whatever it might be, whether it be baseball, hockey, football, whatever it might be. Okay, if we win that one, like once you become a mathematician, we said it before in the show. Once you become a mathematician, your team's fucked. Your team isn't very good. Like it's that that's just fact. Like it, they just aren't. When you start thinking about, okay, we win this one, we win that one, but we can lose this one, you're screwed. You're screwed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, if they would have won that one on the week. Yeah, if they would have won that one, and then they they got the Raiders, they got the Chargers, and I don't know who, I forget who else they play, but it's very, they, they, yeah, they they went out, and then they're going to, they're going to pass somebody. Like not everybody's gonna win out, right? And uh, they, it was there for them, and now it's still possible, but they need help. But if this is the shit you're gonna show me on a must-win game, do I want to see them? Do I want to see them go to fuck? I don't know, Baltimore for for a game? Fuck no, because that's gonna be ugly. Yeah. Yeah. The uh speaking of the AFC, like you just talked about there, Dave, like yesterday, the, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me yesterday is uh we'll get the fraud our, our favorite fraud's favorites and F that team, which we do every uh, every Monday night here at the 1420 podcast. But uh yesterday there was a team that everybody's like, Who the hell are these guys? And that's the Buffalo Bills. They didn't pass because they didn't have to because they ran all over the Dallas Cowboys, who I've been my favorite for for a few weeks now here and there, but they passed for, for they passed seven or eight times. Well, was all Josh Allen had four receptions, and they they blew out the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. And they aren't in a playoff spot yet, but yet there's now there's there's people talking the talking heads on uh, everywhere else saying, you know what, if the, if this Bills team gets in, they're going to be something that they're, they're, no, they're going to be tough to beat in the AFC. I don't, I, I get it, I understand it, but. There's a reason why you're in the in the situation you are. That if you have to win out basically to get in, because they're eight and seven right now, I think it is. So they they need a they, they need a couple of wins to to get in, and they they beat a a, a, a decent Dallas like, like I thought it was a very good Dallas team, but now it's a good Dallas team, and they beat Kansas City, who's okay but not great. They're not great. Let's let, let's not kid ourselves that Kansas City's kind of the they're nah, they're they're okay. Um, what are the Buffalo Bills? Honestly, what are they? They're a team with a lot of potential. Um, I agree. Like that's a team. I don't think I'd want to play them uh, in in the first round. As I wouldn't want to play, but I also wouldn't want to put ten bucks down on them. No, no, no. They're they're by no means a lock, right? And you know that that's that's that kind of team that might come in as an underdog. Well as a visitor on the first game of wildcard weekend, pull the upset and then go and lay a big fat fucking egg the very next weekend. And no one would be surprised. And no one would be surprised, right? It's That's a team, Buffalo to me, I'm not going to call it an identity crisis. I'm going to just, like, they, they read their own press, right? Everybody, they, they want, yeah, they, they want, 
they 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 love it when people calls them call them great. They love it when people are saying they're a contender and a Super Bowl um, possible team. And then they start thinking that people are going to hand over and lay down. They forget that you really have to go in there fully prepared, ready to kick some ass, keep your fucking um, foot on their throats, and then show people how good you are. It's one of those teams, right? I, I've said it before. Don't tell me how good me, good you are. Show me how good you are. And when they do, they are a very scary, good-looking football team. Fun team to watch, too. Um, but when they when they want to just go by their latitudes, platitudes, platitudes, and um, changing latitudes, changing attitudes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Expect people to lay down for them uh, because we're the Bills and we're this fucking good. They gotten punched in the mouth a couple times this year by by like the teams like the Broncos and they lost to the fucking Patriots. Like that's inexcusable. So just those two games right there, and they're sitting fat and sassy challenging Baltimore uh, for the one seed overall. But that's the thing. They're not, right? They're right. not. Like, you can say yeah. whatever you want. They're not. And and you, you can't get away from that. They're they're not. They've, they've been poised to be Super Bowl champions for, for, for two and a half years now, everything else, but they're just not. And like, like I said, I wouldn't put down 10 bucks on these guys because next week you never know what the fuck they might put out. Is is it, Allen's going to be the, the the old the, the new gunslinger and no, you don't know because he, he forces the issues a lot. You don't and they they, they they if they lose next week they fire the coach right now for the playoffs. One of the because they've been people have been looking to hang him up for like for like six weeks now. Like it's just an odd situation where they look so good and it, okay, they probably look better than they are because maybe Dallas isn't very good on the road. Right, which I don't. I've never said that about sports. How you're so much better. Maybe you can explain this to me. Like how you're like you. I know you're more comfortable at home, and you're you're more you sleep in your own bed. Blah blah blah. But how teams have such such strange home versus road met, met metrics? I will never understand that. I, I I never in my life. I will never understand that. You're a professional, especially in football, where you have you only playing fucking seventeen games. So you have sometimes some years you have nine, some years you have eight. And it's not like you're on the road for a long period of time. Like you're you're going there on Thursday night or Friday night, whatever it might be. So you have two nights away or a night and a half away, and you're back home anyways. I've never understood the like. Yes, the crowd gets into it a little bit, but the crowds are loud everywhere. Like the the road home metrics in football is a mystery to me. Um, no, I think it makes a ton of sense. Like it, it's. The home crowd definitely energizes you, and, and and it's it's positive energy coming your way. Um, I also believe it has a a significant effect on the way um, officials call a game, right? Even though they are neutral, even though they don't want to, it's just it's just it's just in human nature that you want to please people, and then like you know, you throw a flag, you'd rather hear people cheer than and fucking rain booze down on you, right? And then, and I get it, it's a job, and they're not supposed to be affected, but they are. And and especially if you're not... There is, a, there is a, no matter what sport, there is home cooking. There's, there's no getting around that. Yeah, and 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 for uh, on the offensive side of the ball, right, it's a lot easier to communicate and, and switch plays at the line and, and call your audibles, like all this silent count and stuff like that. It's... I don't think the the 
players practice and are well rehearsed as they used to be. And if you're not fully in sync of knowing exactly what everything does, you got a couple fucking dummies out there, Kadarius Tony, that don't know where their role is and what their what their assignments are, and you make stupid fucking Fuck. mistakes. Two weeks in a row that we know that guy's name. We sure you know the guy's name. Right. Oh yeah, you know, pretty good for a guy that doesn't know how to catch and getting paid four or five million dollars a year, right? And costing your team wins. Yeah. No, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, but the 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 home the home field advantage thing, I, I just find it odd because like you, 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 there's gotta be that feel when you roll into a, a an opposing team's field. Uh and let's shove it up these fuckers' ass. And let's fucking shut this 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 crowd up, and let, let's let's show them who we are. And I don't think that that's uh, that gets enough of uh, enough play anymore. Right, like come in and announce your presence with authority. With authority, uh, yeah, show, yeah. Show them that we're here to play, and, and we mean business, and we're not. We don't give a shit. We'll play them at our place, your place, or in the parking lot. It doesn't matter. We're here to kick your fucking ass, and. You know, uh, as for all, as well as Dallas has played this year, they're they're three and three on the road, and a team in, that wants to make noise in the playoffs should not be getting their ass kicked by twenty one points. It's like you could lose a game here and there to a good team, but to to get your ass handed to you that that shows me that you're you're not ready to take the next step. Well, it's not just that. It's like all of a sudden Dak Prescott. Cause there, there's not too many quarterbacks over there. And it's, let's not forget ourselves. The the uh, MVP is the best quarterback in the league, right? And it's every year, no matter what. And uh, not many quarterbacks, especially this late in the season. It's like it's like with college football. It depends when you lose a game, right? If if this if this game was that they, that the Dallas lost week three, people forget about it by week 16, 17. But uh, Dak Prescott got his ass kicked in week 15, whatever whatever it is. And so the voters remember that, right? It's one of those things. So he could probably kiss his MVP chances goodbye. Yeah, especially like, you know, like the highest scoring offense, averaging 35, 40, first in this, first in that. Like great defense. They got they got beat up on both sides of the ball. And that's the other thing Buffalo did. If they can... You know, any team could win if they can rush for over 200 yards a game. That doesn't happen too much anymore. And you're not even putting, you're not even forcing Josh Allen to make bad decisions, which is another thing, right? So once that ball starts, uh, snowball starts rolling downhill, it's coming in with uh, pretty big and a, and a force by the end of the game there. It's funny to see the uh, some teams that are just perpetually bad. Like it's, it's at that point now where this team's bad again, this team's bad again, and it's not a surprise again. But the one that uh, – and I I don't think this is because who the quarterback is. I think this team is just bad. And it, it, it would it would be fun to see, like, the hindsight 2020 thing, to see how it would have rolled with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. But fuck me, man. That's 13 years in a row not in the playoffs. And Zach Wilson, like, yeah, there's, there's speculation that he is, he's concussed, but he's not really, he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm just out. Cause fuck you, fuck this and everything else. It's a, and I wouldn't put it past that little prick to, to do something like that because not that you can, not that you can fake concussion protocol, but, uh, and I'm not besmirching people who have concussions, but if you really wanted to side swipe the, the, the uh, medical, you probably could. And 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 Wilson's you know that kind of a guy. 
Yeah, that's. I'm not going to go with any kind of speculation like that, but it's it's funny how he can. He's he's shown glimpses of it in three, four different games, and he has a a shitty fucking uh, offensive coordinator that doesn't know how to coach a, a quarterback. Right? He, he'll let he'll let a Hall of Famer go and tell him what he's going to do, but Hackett can't fucking coach. And this great defense, you know, Miami doesn't even have like a at chain is is still on the mend a little bit. He's not a hundred percent. Tyreek Hill was on the bench, and you still let let these guys put up thirty on you. I thought you were a great defensive juggernaut, and you weren't going to let teams do this to you. But oh well, they like it's the Jets suck. You know, I don't know why anyone would ever want to play there. It's just the Jets. And the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. It's just you don't. You guys are fucking awful, and you will continue to be awful. And I'm going to be in the old age home saying, "I remember when these guys sucked when I was young." It's uh, the other thing that made me laugh was the 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 Bears yesterday. I didn't take them. I fucking stayed away from those cocksuckers. Like the the, the fucking Cleveland Browns. They're pretty good. With old Joey Flacco at the at the helm, come out of nowhere. Who knows what, what could? I, I I'm not gonna, you know, and have, the other guys not around anymore. So you know, you can kind of cheer for the Browns a little bit right now. I know our, our friend, the uh, friend of the show, the fan of the van, Jim Plotner, He's probably not cheering for the Browns, but you know what? I gotta give them a little bit of credit right now. They got Joey Flacco fucking doing doing some damage. Big comeback win yesterday. The uh, the massage massage guy's not around anymore. Don't want to talk about. Don't want to say his name anymore because it's easy fodder. But uh, the Cleveland Browns are pretty good. The Browns and the Bengals, like I, that, that was, there must, there's must yeah. be some in that Ohio water, right? The the Bengals yeah. are showing. Me, I, I can't the Bengals, believe. Go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're not. They're, I I never have them pegged as a tough team that digs deep and and figures it out. But they're doing it with uh, without uh, Joe Cool there, and and so both. I hate to do it because I don't like either team. The Browns and Bengals are really showing me something, and, and that they're they're in it for each other because the injury woes for both those teams, like um, losing running backs, losing starting quarterbacks, and they're 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 figuring out a way to win and playing pretty decent football coming down in like in December when, when it means the most. So, you know, if you can take that kind of drive and, and whatever it is, that's going the mojo that's going on with those Ohio teams and put it in um, like a team like Buffalo, then we're talking totally different playoff scenarios here right now, because these ends, they're not letting the injuries get them down. The uh, the one thing I think about that that Browning kid that's playing for uh, for Cincinnati right now, I get the enthusiasm. You won an overtime and blah blah blah. I get it. Like you're excited. Like it was. It's a big win and there's emotion and you got you're back in the league and you're back playing again and you uh, feel wrong there and, and all it is. But I don't think that it's ever a uh, the right look to go in front of the camera and start swearing because they're playing Minnesota. Don't ever cut me. should never cut me and how, how he was going on and on. Dude, karma's quick, and the NFL has short memory because if you do that, like, next week, you're going to find out why they cut you. Or, or you know, but you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's one yeah. thing to be confident, one thing to be excited, 
but cool it. Just cool it because you don't have a job uh, in six weeks. Right? You know, and Minnesota's going to be looking for a quarterback, right? In the, in yeah. the thing, and you're going to be you're going to be wanting a, a someone else might want want a quarterback, but you know what? Shut your mouth because you know what? You're still an employee. Shut up. Yeah. The, and you're not just an employee of the team you're playing for. You're an employee of the league. And that's what people don't understand. When you sign an NFL contract, you have an NFL contract, not a team contract. Like, you you can get traded and everything else. So uh, when teams go, you know what? That guy can fuck right off. This may be cool a little bit. Like, I get, I, get, I, I love the enthusiasm 100%. But sometimes just, you know what, just go... I won. Let the number speak for itself. Let your record speak for itself. You don't need to go in front of the cameras and and pound your chest. That that's that's my opinion. With all these guys who that like all, all that like it's, it's I hear it's, you, but yeah, you know you don't know. What I get it, said. but I, I maybe, also maybe, on the other side, old man, get off my lawn. That, that's me, right? Yeah, and maybe promises were made, and 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 he was let we'll Like I don't know what happened there. So let let the kid have his moment, and you know it's 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 good to see, and he's. He's definitely guaranteed himself a job for next year. Like even Somewhere. with a, yeah, probably with a, you know, a 50% chance of, uh, of starting someplace next year. Like he's, he's better than Gardner Minshew, who I like, and I love that fucking kids moxie. He's yeah. He's, he's better than um, the Patriots quarterback. He's better than the Jets quarterback. He's better than a lot of other fucking quarterbacks that are playing in the league right now. So, you know, just just mind your piece and cues, guy. We talk about this a lot, Dave. But when, when they see guys like Jake, like when NFL quarterbacks and, and guys coming out of college, when they see these guys who were like third and fourth fucking retreads, when they see them succeeding, our other quarterbacks are like, oh fuck, I'm not going to get paid. Do you think that goes to someone's mind? Has to. It has to. You would think. Well, someone like um, Fields in Chicago, right? Like, what are you? You, 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 it's, it's next year's his last year on this contract. And, you know, you, you've had two years to prove it or, or, or move on. And he's like, well, you see, I, I can be good, but, but I can also be really fucking shitty. How am I supposed, how are you supposed to compete with that? And you see this Browning kid just digging deep, making all the throws and, and leading his team to wins. Well, like, who's a, better, Fields or Browning? Like, Fields is a kid out in San Francisco is probably going to win the MVP who's just getting nothing, right? Not getting, not nothing, but paid next to nothing. Right? DeVito so, money. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, uh. I think quarterbacks yeah. are going to get a, a real rude awakening. A real, real rude awakening very soon. Yeah, you got to think. Okay, do do yeah. you think, like, you think they're, they're like, right now as the season progresses into week 16, we're in now, or 15, I think it just got done. Do you think that there are a ton of uh, GMs sitting with owners going, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Why am I giving that guy 35? Why am I giving that guy 30? And go on and on and on the way through. Like, there's got to be a ton of owners go, like, honestly looking at their, their GM saying, and the, the GM's probably, like, when it comes to money that, that big, the, the GM doesn't have carte blanche to sign those contracts. Right, they, like they have to ownerships. Fucking, they have to get these the CEO, the CEO, and the and the and the owner's blessing to sign a guy for an employee for forty million bucks a year. 
But there's got to be a few owners thinking, Jesus, what the fuck? We're... Okay, and probably not mad because he, he'll, he'll take some ownership of himself. But there's got to be some meetings right now happening across the league. Like, what the fuck were we thinking? There has to be. There has to be. Um, like, well, Arizona and um, and San Diego, oh, sorry, San Diego, the LA Chargers are the first two that come to mind immediately, right? Like, you guys are doing fuck all with, with high-priced talent that you sign these guys to. I wonder, though, on the flip side of that coin, does Pat Mahomes go in if, if, if Casey doesn't win the Super Bowl this year and they lose because Kadarius Tony drops another ball in, they in have their playoff mid, game? They have mid-level players because they're playing one guy too much. Yeah. And too they're, much. Pat- they're, paying, they're, they're paying one guy more than the team can handle. Right. And does Pat Mahomes go in and say, "Okay, I want I'm going to take a 15 million dollar uh, let's restructure pay cut, my contract, whatever we'll, but I, we'll, but I want a lineman and this thing on the backside, and I want two guys that can catch the ball because I am sick and fucking tired of of Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster and fucking Kadarius Tony like like these these fucking smelts. It's it's costing it's it's hurting my legacy." We can do better th- than this. You know, even now, uh, what's his nuts is playing for uh, Carolina now. That was so good for so long. Uh, Adam Thielen for, out of Minnesota, right? Kirk, you have Kirk Cousins and, and these guys. They, and I don't even know what the fuck's going on with Minnesota because, you know, they let they let Dalvin Cook go. They let Adam Thielen go. I don't know who they're paying to be so fucking average either. So it's. Is I don't know even know I don't even know if it's fucking talent on the field anymore or is it coaching? Like I I don't even know. Football is is such a mystery to me uh, these days, and so I don't even know who's a good coach anymore from year to year. I don't know who has I, I uh, think right the talent. Across, right, year. I think right across sport, the, the talent on the field thinks that they're bigger than the the coaches are, and the coaches are at a point now they're they're in, at Midland, right? They they don't know what they are anymore. Right, and then also too because the the owners want to add another game. The owners want to do this. The owners want them to to travel to London, to Brazil, to fucking uh, Stuttgart. I you was know? going and to it, ask. I was going to ask you before, right when I turned TV on down here, and I was thinking about some things to talk about tonight. And I, is I, I know it's, it was sixteen games forever, and it was it was fifteen at one point, and now it's seventeen. Is and and speak with your head, not your heart. Is the NFL season too long? No, absolutely not. What they got to do though, because of the, where I was going play, with that, because you're playing with a lot of fucking third and fourth and fifth and sixth and fucking nineteenth stringers and guys who, who were probably playing the fucking CFL this year. Well, like, here's whatever. the thing: the, the, like where I was going with that point, and is, there's not is, there's not enough depth on any team. There's not enough quarterbacks. There, there, there's, there's 30 NFL teams, whatever it is. There isn't 60 quarterbacks, and we, we, we agree on this. And where to, to, and it's a war of attrition. Blah blah blah. But if I'm paying 200 bucks a fucking seat, I don't want a war of attrition. I want the best in the fucking field because every team gets hurt and every team has problems. The NFL season's way too fucking long, man. They got to cut it down to 14, and they never will. They never will. They got to cut it down to 14 fucking weeks because it's way, it's too long. So you're seeing some shitty, you're seeing shitty, shitty fucking 
sports right now on, on TV. It's shitty. So where I was going with that point, you know, the owners are always looking for more uh, different ways to uh, increase the revenue stream. The owners are making more money than they ever have. You know, but they want to keep every penny. No owners as as cutthroat as the NFL owners either. They'll fuck over a player, their pension plans. They'll fuck them over here. They'll fuck them over on the practice squad. They'll fuck the players over every time. So when they want to add another game, when they want to add travel, the the only thing that uh, the NFL PA comes back with is like, give us more money. Well, you're not getting more money. Well, then we have to, we want less practice time. We want less games. There's so many mistakes I'm seeing in NFL football right now are mental mistakes. And it's because the players aren't practicing as much. The players aren't as tuned as they are as much. Like, you know, that, that, sorry for beating, I'm not sorry, not sorry. Uh, beating up on Tony, like that lining up offside, like he did the other day. That's, that's pure mental mistake. And shit like that gets, gets worked out in practice and repetition. That drives me fucking nuts. How come he's not in the in the practice facility catching 400 balls a day with a with an assistant coach whipping with the jug machine? Because he doesn't have to. Because he's going to make this thing this 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 kind of money. If the if the owners aren't going to commit to the players becoming a better team, why the fuck should the players care to be a better player for that team? Because it's their right? job. Well, well, it's their job, but you know they're getting six mil, right? You know, oh, whew, look, I'm out of here. Then like, again, don't tell me for a fucking second that um, uh, little guy uh, playing QB for uh, Arizona that when they put in that you can't play your video game clause for sure that was in there. Oh, that was just rumors. No, for sure it's, it it was in there. If 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 you see fuckers like that. That are so heavily reliant on their national national natural talent. That's not what wins games. That's what makes a big play and gets you on the fucking highlight reel. But those three picks, because when you're throwing to the wrong shoulder of a receiver, when you're reading the wrong routes, when you don't know how to read a defense, that that shit comes from practice, and you have to be dedicated. And you can tell the quarterbacks that are good at it, like uh, like Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning, like. Russell Wilson used to be like Aaron Rodgers. Like these guys are. But anything are in life, Dave, anything in life, if you want to get better at it, sometimes you got to do it on your own, on your own time and your own volition to get better at anything. Like sometimes you got to read then, a fucking book. Heaven well, forbid. you know, and, and I, and I, and I understand. I understand. If these guys, saying, are, if these guys aren't good enough. They're not committed to fucking to to to, to better the team. They're only there for their, their fucking their, their brand. It's not, it's not the owner's fucking fault. But what about the but what about the like fact if the that the game is shitty? The game is shitty. There's there's some shitty fucking teams out there. Like there were some games yesterday, absolute fucking duds. And, and I think they're, they're getting worse, and, and they're getting and they're getting worse as season progresses. Get it down to fucking not as much practice time as there used to be. There's not as much practice time as there used to be, and that's a simple fact, right? Then go out and practice on your own. If you want to be an all-time and an all-time elite, these guys are all making so much fucking money. They don't even give a fuck. They're actually they not. They don't though. care. They're, they're cutting fucking running backs because they're they're due to be $12 million a year next year. I get it. That's a lot of money. But when you see your, your quarterback making 40, like, what the fuck? So I got two more years at, 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 at this. No, I get that. No, I, I, at, I, I $8 million, no matter what I fucking if do, I'm going to get cut. Kid, so no matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to get fucking cut in a year and a half 
So fuck you. Just hand me the rock and I'll do what I can. I understand why they want to no, fucking. Like but, but 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 we're seeing it, right? Like I, I honestly believe. Well, these, and that's what I'm getting at. Well, at the end of the day, like the end of, the other day when I when, when I'm paying two fifty a fucking seat and it's fucking terrible football this time of year and it's fucking twenty five below, fuck you. Like you actually you saw it yesterday. Carolina's a shitty football team, but you saw it in Carolina where there's no one at the fucking game. Nobody. Like and so people are like, I'm not paying for this shit. You know, and and football does not give a they certainly don't give a fuck about the fan in the stands because no, now you it's know all, it's you, all you, it's all TV and marketing and 100 no it is right because you know like imagine let's pretend you are a Carolina fan from uh from Canada right you plan your trip we're gonna go down there at Christmas and you know they got the Christmas Day game and then they they get flexed to Boxing Day. Well, fuck. Now I got to change my flights. I got to change my hotel reservations. I got to do this. I got to do that. Right? It's a, it's. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about the fan in the stands. Because you know what? Okay, sell your ticket on StubHub. And then they're still going to get their, their $20 beer and hot dogs. Right? They don't care. The NFL, the owners don't care what the product looks like either. Otherwise, they wouldn't dilute the product. Otherwise, they'd pay for practice. Otherwise, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, they would. They would make more money available to the players to to attend more practices, right? And instead of trying to go out and make a brand for themselves and try and do something outside the sport that they're already making a shit ton of money, but they also uh, a lot of these players too know that you're going to be um, out of this league by the time you're 28 too. But wouldn't you want, as a player, okay, we're only allowed to practice X amount of times a week. We only do this, that, da, 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 da. Oh, and then in the offseason, there's OTAs. Like, wouldn't you want to have some kind of a legacy when you're, you're, you're gifted an opportunity, not gifted because they, they work hard to get to it? But wouldn't you want to work a little harder? Say, why don't we go over to the fucking the high school here over here and fucking and do some paddock? Let's work on something. If you want to be a fucking a professional and an all timer, like yeah, I, I made fucking five million bucks this year, but who the fuck am I? It's another fucking guy who played in the NFL. Well, if you're gonna do it, do it. And especially if your team is close, especially if your team is close and you have a chance to do something, why be just average when you could go over that hump? Because the the NFL is is average. You have a chance like the, the Buffalo Bills are eight and seven right now. They have a chance to do something special at eight and seven. Why not fucking go out and do some things on your own and say, you know what? Let's fucking try something here. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I do hear what like, you're I'm sure, saying. I, like, I'm sure, like, I'm, I'm sure fucking there's an NHLPA has something that says you, you're only allowed to practice many times a week. And the, but Sidney Crosby's on the ice after practice. I, I get right? that. And he's for, an all-timer. For other fucking guys do this? Probably not. For football to work, it's not about that. It's not about working on 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 catching, right? It, it's about knowing the playbook. It's about knowing the blocking schemes. It's knowing your role when you're not going to get the ball. For a running back, it's like where where's the where's the gap supposed to be in the line, right? It, it's something that has to be worked on as a unit, working as one. You can't. You can only lift so many weights and 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 squat and and catch so no, many I balls. I understand that. So why not do it? 
because the, the because a these guys are so beat up after a game. Some of them need a pretty much need a fucking wheelchair to get off the field. So you need a couple recovery days, right? Well, I mean, reading a book doesn't fucking take fucking legs. And I don't, I don't know what it, I don't know. I don't know, but you got to think like study, like the film study has to be first and foremost, and and then after that, it's just absolute repetition and and being comfortable with your teammates on both sides of the ball, because it's this is such a fast, um, skilled, violent game that that you can be looking like an asshole pretty fucking quick out there. Just just ask the Dallas Cowboys, right? Never mind a team like the Jets or the Panthers who fucking what the fuck the NFC self self sucks. They fucked me this week in the cocksuckers or whatever. Any given Sunday, right? That, that's, that's why they say it. And, you know, and, unless you're going to sh- show up and be dedicated, you, you're, you're not going to have a chance. Well, unless that's maybe just it. Goes back like, to what, the Bills. Yeah. What dedication do, do most of these teams have? I don't know, but I'll, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a fuck that guy. I was watching some highlights. Um, uh, Kenny Pickett. Your, got, your main man, Kurt Warner, was just on my television right here. You love Kurt Fuck Warner. Guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that was, guy. Are you, are you, <laughs> That's what made me laugh. Are you sure? Are you sure? Just as you, just as you said, fuck that guy. Kurt Warner came on my television right here. That's funny. Him and his wife <laughs> look exactly the same. It might be his wife, right? Uh, he got longer hair now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but that... Uh, he does, not her. Pickens, Pickens, the receiver. If that guy isn't getting a ball thrown to him, he has zero fucks. Um, I don't know. I don't even know the thing, but I, I, I rewound it. A guy, a, a Pittsburgh guy, was running towards the end zone. I think it might have been Mitch or Maggie Malone or whoever the fucking quarterback that went in after after Trubisky. And Pickens, no Pickett, is it Pickett? Pickens. Pickens had a chance to block, and he is literally standing there, getting out of the fucking way. You got, you got. Oh, that I, I. I I'm sure, Jim. If you're if you're hearing me, that you know exactly the play I'm talking about. That that Pickens needs to get gone. So either Tomlin's lost control of that team, which I think I, I think he's lost control of that team. It's time then, to move but on. that that Pickens is a cancer. He can get yeah. fucked and stay fucked. It's time to move on. There's no getting around that. Dave, let's get to our uh, our three Fs of the NFL uh, Week uh, 15. It was this week. Frauds favorites and uh fuck that team what do you got well it's i have no reason to change from uh, a baltimore san fran um uh super bowl san fran manhandled the the cardinals which they they, the the nfc is san Fran's. they they have to blow it they would have to fucking ep ep uh, uh, a a a Fucking it's them and everybody else, right? Like it, it ain't close right now. Because you no, have you got guys who are MVP candidates on the same team. Yes. Right. And, and McCaffrey and scores have, when he wants to, it seems. Yeah. Right? And you got three other old pro bowlers just on the offensive side. Never mind their top-notch defense. No, that, right? that so, team is real good. Real yeah, that good. team's a wagon right now. And Baltimore beat up uh I'm gonna call him a fraud. The Jacksonville Jaguars. What have they shown us lately? I get it that uh, uh, T. Lawrence is a little bit hollow right I now. Tell you, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are and Trevor Lawrence is an absolute fucking fraud. He ain't that good. 
Yeah, and uh, even the the Jag defense was. He's, to he's be actually good. he's he's actually yes. There's there, there's some holes with the rest of the team, but you know what? When you're when you're an, uh, supposed to be a great quarterback, they'll, they'll, you play through those holes. Lawrence doesn't play through those holes. He doesn't. He's and, not that good. And kind of the same thing as um, as I was saying about Dallas, right? In December is when you got this shit figured out, and you're supposed to be able to give these guys games. You just got beat up on the road. Oh, sorry, at home. They came there and, and that game wasn't close. 23-7. Like it was, it wasn't that game was never in doubt of uh who was winning that game. And and Lamar Jackson, fuck that guy is so he's good. He's just talented. Just he's playing even on his runs. He's he's running smarter. He's not taking big hits. Um and and Jacksonville. According to the stats, have a pretty decent pass rush, but they couldn't get him to the ground yesterday. So, uh, sorry, Garrett, the, the Jags are frauds. They're fraudulent. My uh, my fraudulent team is Dallas Cowboys. They, they, they get boot stomped that they the, the way they did uh, against it. That was a seven and seven team. Yes, we all we talked about Buffalo already on and on, but uh, I've been I've been touting fucking Dak Prescott and the Cowboys for a number of weeks now. And that team, they made they looked like they were the uh, the Dallas Cowboys before uh, Jerry Jones took over. Uh, bad, they were bad, and they got stomped. That team is fraudulent because just if you think about what the uh, the Buffalo Bills rushed on on the on, on Dallas Cowboys yesterday, if the uh, let's just say say conversation because that's what podcasts are conversations. If the 49ers played the Cowboys. At Levi Stadium in Santa Paula, whatever it is, how many yards would fucking McCaffrey get against that fucking rush or that that uh, that defense? Well, they played earlier on in the year, and it was three hundred. Yeah, yeah. As many as now, McCaffrey just run and run and run and run. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, that's that. It's it's the Forty Niners. They're my favorite right now, Uh, and they they are they're. NFC champions. If we were to to, no one's touching them. They're they're just better than everybody else right now, and that's and it's not close. It's 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 actually quite crazy how good they are, and uh, with uh, with a quarterback who's only making seven hundred grand a year. And we got a big game this weekend. Baltimore's in San Francisco, so I'm I'm quite looking forward to that game. I wonder what uh, how it's going to play out. But uh, that's your Super Bowl preview as far as uh, DTV is concerned right now. Do you do you sit? Do you do you not put out your best? This I just thought about this. You like kind of play possum a little bit. Play possum a little bit because you know what? San Fran's the best in the NFC, so they're 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 they're, their playoff aspirations, or that's where they are. Right? That game means nothing to them. Nothing to them next Sunday. Like not a fucking thing. Yeah, you want to win. You don't want to get embarrassed. You also could play a little bit stupid. Yeah, it's it's a game you definitely want to show up and test things, but uh, this is also like you're win not lose. you're not win or lose or in the booze. It's Christmas. Who cares? Yeah, you're not blowing off the, the the dust on all those trick plays, right? You're you're definitely keeping a portion of the the playbook. Keep the guys under, healthy. Under whatever. Yep. Fuck. Don't. Go home and have some turkey. It's Christmas. 
And let's see some tendencies here. Let's see what we can figure out if, if we play them again. Because if we play them again, it's going to be for all the marbles. And we definitely don't want to go in there with uh, showing them everything we had in uh, in December. Who's your, a? Uh, we've done frauds, we've done favorites. Who is your, fuck that team for week 15 in the National Football League? As I look at the list, I'm surprised I don't have this team on. So it would be an absolute travesty if I didn't get these guys on um, because I shit on this team on a very regular basis. I've shit on them a couple times today from the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals. You're a joke of a franchise. You you and the Jets and the Chargers, just t- whatever the fuck you're doing, just, just go Costanza style. And do the opposite for a season. See how it works for you. Because what you're doing now and what you've been doing for the last fucking 20 years, it just ain't working. Just ain't working. It is crazy how that all turns out, hey. Like, just like, it's just, you're not good. You're just not fucking good. And it's the way it turns out. My uh, fuck that team is no fault of their own, and it, it's one of those. It's, it, it comes back to my football pool, which it turns usually turns out to to do that. But my fuck that team this week is definitely, definitely one hundred percent the Carolina Panthers. How dare you decide to win a fucking game in front of twenty two hundred people at whatever the fuck <laughs> stadium you call it? Like you finally win a fucking game, and you're you're absolutely fucking awful. Like, absolutely awful. Second win of the season, I think. Like, and, and, now, and now you want to win? You got your, your backup quarterback, so your starting guy. Like, that, fuck them. Fuck the Carolina Panthers. Fuck You them. know, and, and fuck the Falcons as well. Like, how dare you lose that game? How dare you lose right. that game? Because like, you, 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 you fucked that whole conference or that whole division uh, about three weeks ago, I think we had it. We had it was. And you fucked all, all of them. Like you, you yeah. did. And so I, yeah, I should listen to that. Yeah. Fuck. What a bunch of fuck. And I should have Ex- listened to you, but I didn't. Yeah. Fuck me. Except for, for, the, for the Falcons to lose a game like that. Because they were still in playoff contention. Like they were, the they were leading the conference. Yeah. They had the tiebreakers. They were in first place for fuck's sake. And to lose a game for a team that would probably lose the fucking UFC fucking dinos. Fuck off. Yeah. So Atlanta bad. Falcons. Fuck, fuck the Falcons, fuck the Panthers, fuck them all. I was so fucking, yeah. oh, I, just, I couldn't believe it. I, when I was watching scores yesterday, as I got back to the Empire Clinic there, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, like I said, like I said, it's a, it was a whoopee cushion. I sat down and, fuck. Yeah, it was one of those deals. It was funny. It was funny. But speaking of the NFC South, tip of the cap to Baker Mayfield. He put his big boy pants on, and and I I heard it today. He it's on, as far as the QBR rating, he had fuck a perfect the Packers game. too. Fuck the Packers. So Tim and I had to bake. Only him and Aaron Rodgers have ever had a perfect QBR rating game in in Lambeau history. And and Baker Mayfield put on his big boy. Baker can ball. It's just I I agree. I think Baker Baker Mayfield is a very a very serviceable quarterback. Yeah, he's very serviceable. Yeah, I, 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 him, he's, he's, he's a, he's a better Gardner Minshew. Like we got it. We actually, maybe I'll do that this week when I get a, when I get a second. We'll sit down and see a Heisman Trophy 
uh, quarterbacks that are still in the in NFL and see where see where uh, Baker Mayfield stats add up with guys who are still playing the NFL because he's serviceable. Like he's good. Oh, I'd way rather him. Than I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay him fucking fifteen million bucks. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd way rather him than thigh high in Arizona. There, like. Yeah, and, I, and fuck I, the fucking Green Bay Packers. Fuck me. Because everybody was jerking Jordan Love off too, eh? Last week. Oh fuck. Love. Oh, he's great. And look now, now, now what's what's their record? Seven and eight. Yeah, I think that caused I think that kicked. There's him still out like that, that division's fucking terrible too. Every every hacks on the fucking on the AFC and NFC South. How bad is the NFC North? It's pretty bad. While well, the 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 Lions just beat my Broncos, and you know, so the the Lions are ten. Well, four. it's like the fucking Flames beating the Oilers for fuck's sakes. Who gives a fuck? Right, and then you got the yeah, you got the Bears, the Commodores, the the Cardinals, and the Panthers. Right, those are all just fucking bad. There's there's so many bad teams right now. Like a full huh. fuck. It's it's more than a third. It's yeah, no, a full third of this league is bad. Is is not good. Like, how did the Jets win five fucking games? One of them was to the Broncos, right? The uh, like, my Broncos beat some good teams, but you look at all these smelts that they lost to. They they've lost to the Jets. They lost to the the Commodores. Fuck, they lost to the the Raiders. Fuck. See, it's those games when you when you play a shitty team, you got to beat a shitty team. Do that, and like you know, I realize that's what you say. You're gonna. You're going to win the ones you should. Um, and then uh, let's see what happens when uh, when you play the better teams. But you got in, in football more than any other sport, you got to win the games that you're supposed to win. Or maybe you're just shitty too and you don't fucking admit it. Don't want to admit it. Or maybe you're just shitty and it's not your day. Who knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and buy yourself fucking football tickets to go watch some shitty football because that's what we got going on here around the National Football League. Uh, there might be some good games on uh, on uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and everything else. But uh, save your money. Don't go watch those games. Go watch a hockey game or something else. I don't know. Yeah, the Hurricanes are good. The Carolina Hurricanes. Stay away from those shitty Panthers. And, you know, what do you do? What do you do if you're a Washington fan? Because Ovi's not scoring. The Commodores are shit. Riverboat Ron's getting fired. They're moving the rink. Pets' heads are falling off. The Wizards are never good. They are moving the rink, eh? They're going to Virginia. That's what, the over the river, yeah, Tom, and then and, and Washington fan is is mad as hell. But let's talk you know, about that next segment. Okay. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, uh, we're already we're uh, what's uh, 
December the uh, 18th, another Hawk uh, coach got fired. The National Hockey League yesterday, DJ Smith of the Ottawa Senators, was uh, kindly told that his services were no longer required behind the bench of the Senators. Uh, things aren't going so well. They have a lot of guys under long-term contracts. The players are there, so he's gone. You had three other coaches got let go. We talked last week about Craig Berube of the St. Louis Blues got let go after winning a Stanley Cup in 2019 with the St. Louis Blues. You had, uh, what was his name out in uh, Edmonton? He got let go. Uh, uh, Woodcroft. Woodcroft, he got let go in Edmonton earlier on this season. And then Dean Everson out in Minnesota a week and a half ago. Um, and then there's some other guys around the ins and outs. I mean, a lot of guys let go in the last couple of years. Dave, I find it absolutely amazing because if you put, uh, I bet you if you went down to uh, wherever land and played sports select, I don't know who the senators. I think the senators are in uh, in Phoenix tomorrow night. I would put probably a thousand bucks that says the Ottawa Senators, and it's not because they're playing Phoenix Coyotes, but because the coach boosts no matter what. Every single fucking time, they're not every single time. You know what I mean. Every time an, uh, an NHL coach gets fired, the next game, the, the new head coach wins that game. It is unbelievable. The coach boost is an absolute thing. And the Oilers aren't a, a better team because they have a new coach. They're not. They're, they're really not. Dean Everson, I'm sure he pled to his goaltenders, to Marc-Andre Fleury, I can't remember who the other guy is there in, in uh, Minnesota. I'm sure he said, can you please make a save for us tonight? Can you please do that? Because every time all these things that, that happen, the new coach gets those things to happen. Why do you think that is? Because, like we always say, uh, the only thing a coach can control, he can't control the roster, he can't control how much you're getting paid, but he can control ice time. And players want ice time. They do want to play. They don't want the embarrassment of sitting up in a press box. So if this new guy gets in and, and you were a dog in the doghouse of the previous coach, now's your chance to play for some more ice time. And then that's why it lasts about four or five games. And then either the new coach may or may not figure it out. But until a coach actually straps on a mask and some pads, he's not saving that fucking puck. Right? So um, that's the case in Edmonton. You know, I, I didn't think I don't think this Knobloch guy is any kind of goalie whisperer, but uh, they're getting some soft sell. But this Evanson now uh, in 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 Minnesota, Minnesota, and I don't know how, like, Baruvi was pretty soon. We don't know how those other two are going to work out. People want ice time. These players want ice time, and if it, it's it's a chance for the players to start fresh, and who knows why they're playing like dog shirt. Who knows exactly why this coach got fired? But it gives you a chance, and then that's why – it's rare that it lasts a long time because at the end of the day, like, you know, when you're St. Louis and, um, and Minnesota, what was your real realistic expectations going into this season anyways, right? Maybe playoffs. So you got to look at yourself that way with that intellectual honesty to see exactly what kind of team we got here. And if, if, if you don't like the mood, like, if it's way worse than you expected, but there's no way you can tell me that any, any management person in Minnesota or 
um, St. Louis thought they had a legitimate shot at a deep run at the cup this year. There's zero way you can tell me that. And that's the thing that I, 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 I find odd about when these coaches get fired, when, when they have a bunch of younger kids who sign NHL contracts and long-term contracts at seven, eight, nine million bucks a piece. Cause that's a, a that's a huge chunk of change. In National hockey league. It's not just on NBA money, major league baseball money or NFL money for most, for, for most of these guys. Right. But I, I always find it odd when a, a player signs because yes, you're not going to say no to a contract. I I, I I get that, so don't at me with this. But when a, a, a kid signs a seven eight year deal, he he knows he's going to outlast the coach. Like there there's no like there, there's not there there isn't many contracts. There's not not many players uh, in, in any sport that the coach outlasts. Like I can't think of three right when it comes down to it. But you gotta think when 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 it gets to a point when the coach gets fired, I think that there's a little bit of a guilt on the players that like, oh, I got a contract. This guy's on a two or three year deal. It's his first first time being a coach, whatever it might be. I'm making uh, nine a year for the next eight years. I'm guaranteed money. I'm guaranteed. You can't and and. I think a lot of these um, coach boosts that happen throughout the National Hockey League, I I strongly believe that a lot of the times there's a lot of these players playing with a, a big, big fucking weight of guilt on their shoulders. Yeah, I, I actually never thought about that because, you know, is there guilt then when you hated the coach? Like how many Calgary Flames were guilty that Daryl Sutter wasn't asked to come? I get Not it; it one. wasn't a mid-season. Not. I don't one. think anyone. I don't think anyone felt guilty about that one. So, you know, I don't. I don't. I never thought of it that way. But at the same time, if there's a little bit of guilt for playing so shitty that you just cost a man his job, who's still getting paid, by the way, right? It's not Most like times, he's yeah. right. All the time, you, you got to. Well, no, no, so, like, most coaches don't get fired when they got five years left in their deal. So, not like the Babcock situation, we had five years at, at right. six million bucks, right? If if, right. if if Babcock was getting six million bucks in, say, hates keep keep throwing Arizona in there. If Babcock was still getting six million bucks in Arizona, he would have been getting six million bucks in Arizona. He would never got fired. But Toronto had money right. to burn, so he, he, they could they could pay it, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, it, it makes me wonder because it, it made me think of something else when you said that these players might be actually playing a little bit harder because of guilt. What about the like? So I think they're playing a little bit harder because they want to get on the good side of the, the new coach and 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 um and and get some more ice time. But what if this actually kind of fractures the room? Because I I also got to guess. A lot of players really liked the coach that was out of his way. Like Daryl Sutter was uh, the rare duck where everybody, fucking everybody, him, everybody in the room hated that fucker, except for Lucic, and he was gone anyways. So, and and what good was he doing? Right, locker room leader, like hit the bricks. Like you're 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 you're, you're slow. Thank you for your service. Um, but like like um, that kid that got booed in St. Louis, who who gave the he ain't my coach anymore remark. Right, like there, there has to be someone on the team that like, I realize it's not a lot, but there's there's a couple guys on the team that were on that Stanley Cup team that Baruby delivered for that team. That has to piss them off, 
No, and and then now the room is even more contentious. Well, it's and it's now- not just that so much, Dave. It's, it's it's a lot more. I think with that situation is that like you know what, um, that St. Louis fan base has had a pretty good. They've had they've been close to no cigar for a long time. The uh, you remember the, the the Bobby Orr flying through the air, the Bruins and the St. Louis Blues back in sixty eight, sixty nine, whatever it was. But they've never been to the finals. And they finally got a Stanley Cup, and they, but they were looking the jar like through the uh, those years of Brett Hall and uh, and Oates with Mike and Keenan, and Grant Fuhr, Al McKinnis, and, 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 yep. and Chris Pronger, Pronger, and on and on it went. All they were Oates, close, yep. and, and they never got it done because that division was so strong with with Detroit and St. Louis, and so, or not or Detroit and uh, and the like. They were so so great, and then so they finally won one, and then this new this new kid starts bad mouthing the coach and fucking won one. Bad luck, man. It's a bad luck. Know your role. Silence is golden. Silence is golden, dude. But there might have been a reporter, and I don't, I don't know about it. But there was probably a reporter who knew enough about it to to push the buttons a little bit to say, okay, I, I'm going to dig a little bit. I'll dig a little bit. I, I get it. What this guy's talking about? It's, it, it is one of those things. It definitely wasn't misconstrued because he said it. Um, but you're right. The kid didn't think it through, right? And apparently, this kid was one of the kids that was in the in Barube's doghouse. And then so when you say that, he thinks he's just saying something plain and and nondescript, but it, it just comes off as like, yeah, don't let the door hit you on the ass, Baruby. It's how it, how it came out. Yeah. And I and, have a contract, you don't. Yeah. And then <laughs> it wasn't until after the game when they were talking to him. Like, and, and at that point, I did feel bad for that kid because you don't get that emotional and worked up without remorse. And, and that, I, that, that, that was real remorse. And, and even though he might've been somewhat flippant when he said, that's not my coach anymore, you could tell by his reaction in, in his post-game interview that that's not how he meant to come off. Context, so, delivery, and intent. Yes. And then, so his, right. uh, yeah. His delivery contact, sucks. Yeah. And his intention was just to say basically no comment. And it's probably, it's probably the first time we talk about all the time about how these, these younger guys they, they don't get it, right? It's probably yeah. the first. It's probably the first time in his life, in his life, he's ever been questioned about anything in his life. What and do you it, think it, it of Baruvi? Yeah, yeah. What do you right. think of Baruvi not being here anymore? He did a lot for the franchise. I'm sad to see him go. I hope he lands on his feet. Next question. Simple. Yeah. Simple. Like, Why are you asking and, me? He ain't my coach anymore. That's just and, and on, on that. There, there's probably the uh, the media team in St. Louis because this kid might have said something behind the behind the scenes. Or like, because every every likes Chief. His nickname is Chief Craig Brube. Every loves him throughout the National Hockey League for for 30 years now. And th- this kid must have said something. So maybe it was the uh, the Blues media team goes. All right, let's let this let's, let's let this little prick fucking sink. I don't care. Who cares? Well, because he, he just apparently he just signed a pretty fat <laughs> deal uh, a year or two ago. So eight and a half for seven, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. pretty sweet little deal. So he's going to be there for a while. But now, like, here's here's some a uh, little bit of crow. Um, let's see how uh, he does after a good serving of a humble pie, because you know Barube is a hard nose, but a player's coach, right? He won a fucking cup. He won a fucking cup as yeah. a midseason hire. So and played. You know, he, and played hard. Yep. 
With an edge. He was a rough-nosed fucking player, man. That guy would take 10 punches in the face and throw one. Yeah, he was a leader. Yeah. Um, And then, so, on that Baruby front, then, like, you know, is it, uh, is he hired in Ottawa before, uh, before New Year's Day? I would. Why wouldn't you? Maybe I wouldn't. I, 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 and I would. Uh, I would get some fucking. I'm gonna AI a fucking uh, uh, Sheena Easton playing in the dressing room. See if we can re- <laughs> revamp that thing. Well, just Gloria getting, going on. Yeah, find a karaoke. Find a karaoke bar in downtown Ottawa. Play Gloria. See if you can redo it. Find your song. Don't it not? Why not? Gloria's taking. You know that's the blues song. Yeah. You can't use so why that. Not? One, but but find why your, not? Maybe it's Crocodile maybe, maybe Rock. Do it again. Yeah, do it. Do it again. Why not? Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt to see Barube fucking to, because what's what's Ottawa doing? Because Ottawa has a bunch of guys who already have contracts. Like they have they have their 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 youth group starting with Kachuk, Chikrin, uh, the the kid here, Ridley Gregg from from Lethbridge here, uh, who else is there? The four or five other guys. They have a lot of guys who are in fucking year one of their eight year deals. So the players are there. They're not leaving. Yeah, all, and all the players have their contracts. So yeah, it's so, like, so you see recycle coach after coach after coach. And that's what that, they always say fucked too. Up situation. Don't fire a coach unless you have a replacement in mind, right? Oh. Like don't, firing a coach for the sake of, it, it, it's, it's the, it's the thing. Like if you don't have a solution, you don't have a problem, right? So our problem is we got a good, we got a shitty coach. Well, what's your solution? Well, let's fire him. That's, well, then who's going to coach tomorrow? Ottawa has always been, uh, they collect problems. They don't uh, find solutions. Yeah, exactly. Forever. And this is, uh, you know, the, the owner just paid a billion. I paid a billion for this fucking franchise. I get fucked over by the, the commissioner uh, robbing me of draft picks for yeah. someone the previous regime did, the previous GM did. Well, and then he had to fire his GM because he fucked him over. And now he has to. I fire, fire the coach, so I didn't fucking hire. So now I would. Now we're starting. And now I got it. And I paid and a billion all, fucking dollars for this. And I'm signing fucking paychecks. I'm signing a game check for everybody in this goddamn office. I want everybody I in hire. the fucking auditorium, and I want them in there fucking yesterday. That I didn't. You lollygag around the office. Lollygag around. around the weight room. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like Larry, it's crazy and. Yeah. Like and it's you wonder when like this is a this took a different turn here, but when these billionaires buy these teams and go and like the layman like me and you fucking like he just bought the Ottawa Senators like without <laughs> without having his own guy in place and he's gonna like, like when you buy a team like so he's gonna lose money this year. He's going to lose money next year because, you know, and he has a different idea. He's going to fire the coach, going to fire the GM, which he did. Like, you got to be fucking out of your head to buy a fucking franchise. A, a, a non-successful franchise. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, unless, it's, it's, unless, unless it's just a business, right? Unless it's 100% a business where I, I can make this work. I'll have money here, there, blah, blah, blah. But when you, when you're buying a fucking team, that you know is going to lose and you don't like the people in charge when they have contracts so i'm going to lose more money you got to be either so fucking rich or so out of your head i don't know which one is the appropriate uh the appropriate uh analysis 
I don't know. I kind of equate it to uh, buying a new car, like buying a Ferrari, right? You know, the first time you take it out and then you go take your take your wife out for dinner and you come back and someone fucking keys it. It's like, ah, oh, well, fuck. And then you come back. Well, I guess and then, uh, I'll you, fix it. Yeah, and then, and then you get a flat tire on the way home. It's like, well, I ain't gonna stop, so I can fix it. And then someone leaves the window open and a cat goes in there and, and uh, bursts a, a litter of kittens and takes a fucking shit in there. It's like, Jesus Christ, I just bought this fucking thing. And they want they want a flat tire, and now and now the now the interior smells like fucking cat piss. Like what uh, that's that's not why I just dropped a million dollars on a fucking car. That's not why I spent a billion dollars on the on the senators to fire guys, to get punished by the commissioner, to fire a coach, and to be in salary cap jail for the next six fucking years by a guy that's a, that's a very good analogy day because we they we, we have good friends who are in the car business and they uh the tail light guarantee eh? as soon as you drive a car off the, off the lot the, the, the guarantee's gone and the price went down the ottawa centers might be the only franchise in sports <laughs> history the exact same as a fucking as, as, as a tail light guarantee in a fucking car dealership honestly because it just went down and down and down and down and it's like, oh, I guess we're starting over. We'll get new tires, but yeah. but still not it's still still not worth the same. Right? Because yeah. it's not it's not the antique anymore. It's now it's just a fucking used car. It still has the new car smell, but it's now overpowered by the fucking cat piss. No, it's good. I'll take it for a ride. We'll do we'll do mainers. Trust me, we'll do mainers. <laughs> really, am I wrong? Yeah, you gotta fucking roll the window down now. Yeah, we'll do some manners. We'll put fucking twisted sister or fucking white line on the. We'll, we'll do manners. It'll be fun. Like it's still old and shitty now, but we'll we'll make it work. Yeah, it's we'll, crazy. we'll make it work. It, it still drives fast. Like you know, what's yeah. next for those guys? Like the radio works and it's fun. There's windows, power there's windows. Stereo, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a big key scratch. You got a fucking donut on. Yeah, the yeah, we're like, we're ten and fifteen, and yeah, I know, but fucking you're ready, not, right? You're not buying a. You, they don't sell enough pine fucking window uh, things to hang off the rear view mirror to get rid of a cat piss smell. Jesus, the fucking the, the neighborhood cat. Did I tell you this last week? The uh, the cat, uh, the neighborhood cat. I fucking open the door, taking stuff out outside. Fucking shit up, right? And fucking, and I heard this bell, ding, 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 ding. What the fuck? Is this? I don't know, whatever. Fuck. And fucking, Deanne's lurch of cats. And out of nowhere, fucking Archie, the neighborhood cat, he fucking run upstairs and fucking right underneath our bed. Like, holy fuck, Archie, come on, come on. Oh, I couldn't believe it. it was just like Jesus, fuck, man. And then what do you do? Did you fucking grab a piece of string or something, or what? No, I just grabbed him by the neck, and I fucking pulled him out, and I went and rubbed the end's face with him, and it was good. It was fine. It was That's a little ballsy, grabbing a I cat didn't... like that. Oh, man. No, Archie's good. Archie's good. Archie's, Archie just oh, okay. love. Archie just feels neglected wherever he, wherever, whoever in the neighborhood, whoever uh, Archie. Yeah, He's got orange yeah. hair like Archie Andrews, right? So. Yeah, you, you you just wonder where that uh, Ottawa Senators franchise is going because they they haven't done a f- they've been the finals twice I think over there. Oh, they've been in the finals once and, because they only they 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 were just the the redheaded yeah. stepchild of the of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Battle of Ontario. The, the, yeah, yeah, you they're bet. Just, they're just been around. They've been around since 1992 and haven't done anything. 
Like you haven't done not, one cup I, appearance. Yeah. What's What's crazy? Like you, 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 like I don't know how you think about this. We'll get out. We'll, we'll get into the the who is betters here, but um, I still because I'm old school, right? When I hear about like even this like the San Jose Sharks, the Ottawa Senators, Tampa Bay Lightning, Minnesota Wild, those teams have been around for a long time. I still find myself thinking, well, they're an expansion team. Like I still <laughs> think it's like yeah. I still think I, I me, me personally, I still think of the the, the, the twenty-one teams back in 1989, 1992. No, no, nineteen ninety-one is when it, it it changed, right? I still think of those teams, and that's fucking 40 years ago. And that was like uh, Sharks and Sens came in at the same time, didn't they? Uh, the Sens and Tampa came in at the same time. The Sharks came in oh, okay. in 90, but that team got split from Minnesota with the Gun Brothers. There was a situation when Minnesota, half the players went here, half the players stayed. It was a weird a weird situation. But yeah, 92, like the 92-93 season was, was Ottawa and Tampa. And I and still then, oh them. sorry, so Min- sorry, Minnesota and then so Minnesota's expansion. Minnesota San Jose. Minnesota and Minnesota was an expansion and that's been 20 yeah. whatever years. And then who else you got there? And, and Atlanta came in and now they're the Winnipeg Jets. And like I yeah. still think of those teams that because actually last night me and Deanne were talking about this whatever thing, and uh I didn't know the Atlanta the, the Atlanta Thrashers were around for eleven years. I thought they were like three or four years. That was it. Oh, I was gonna say ten, yeah. But I thought they were three or four. Because they were so they, yeah. they were such they were such a non a non issue. Who like cares? A bad name, bad jersey, they had All of Danny it. Heaton. bad building, yeah. bad everything. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's talk of Atlanta getting a third team. Again. Right? Fuck. Well. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is right. Oh, fuck. But although. Aaron, I, I'm saying oh, fuck, because Aaron's, Aaron's Eagles just gave up a a touchdown with 30 seconds left in the game. You see that? Funny. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, it does. But go ahead. Eagles fuck that team. It's uh, may, maybe, you know, going back the third time. I mean, I, I I've never done it, but third like, time's going, a charm. Going third time's a charm. First time we weren't right for each other. The second time I wasn't right for you. The third time we learned from each other's mistakes. So maybe, just maybe. And as long as it, as long as the checks don't bounce, Gary Bettman don't fucking care. But you know how how is Arizona's checks not fucking bouncing? Because the NHL how? just covers them. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we, we've talked about it before. We'll do it again some other day. We best not get into that. Let's uh, let's put a bow on this for the dead the, the dead cat bounce on the fucking coaching chain. Speaking of put a bow on things, day she's the Christmas season. Nothing but Christmas songs. That one week today you'll probably be having. You actually, you know what? You'll probably be up toes up on your couch right now. Uh, a week from now, I had a b- belly full of Christmas cheer and everything else throughout the day. You may be playing some cards, you may be playing some cribbage, whatever you might be doing, but it's uh, one week from Christmas. Uh, I personally, uh, we get to the, the, what we're doing now is uh, a little who is better Christmas style, uh, but it's what what's a better Christmas song is what we're, we're going to try to do. Do you like Christmas music? I, I, I personally love it. I enjoy it. In fact, you know what? I got, um, I took over DJ duties at the, at the evening Uh-oh. Christmas party. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it was fine. And then, like, it was good. 
there was there was one guest. She was a guest of a guest. She was a plus one, and she was around my age. And she was like, "Go play this, play this, play this." I go, "Hey, no, like, whatever." Oh, don't you have this? Don't you have that? And like, and then she started downloading songs. And then like, phone comes back in my pocket. You have even lost your fucking request privileges. So, did you guys share a dart anyway. together? Dart? No, okay. fuck no. I got. I bring my own darts. I don't share. No, I mean, did you guys darts. go out for a dart? my eighteen? No, did you go out for a dart that. together? You didn't no. like her very much. She Not when she watch. fucking got. Yeah, you know, like, what do you want to do? Want do you want to go through my photos too while you're at it? See if we have any shared contacts. Give oh, me that yeah. fucking thing back. That it, it annoyed me a little bit, but nonetheless, I reg- I digress. Can, can can we both agree? That the worst Christmas, like we're doing Christmas, like pop music, not like the fucking rum oh, come on, pop pop things. Well, like we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're doing we're doing pop music. Can we both agree that uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time is the worst one of all time? If Paul McCartney can write a bad song, anyone can write a bad song. That one's the worst one by Chet. And it's I, I read awful. I read somewhere, and I don't know if I, this is true, but the. Uh, I think it was the KGB used to use that as torture. That they fucking would play that simply and over and over and over until people fuck would, would crack and fucking spill the beans. Well, it only takes me 10 seconds before I, brum, 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 that, that stupid fucking synthesizer. I, I, I uh, turn the channel on the radio immediately. Like, or if it's on streaming, I skip. It's awful. Sir Paul, I, I actually hate that. Dave, uh, which Christmas song is better? Uh, Billy Squire, Christmas is the time to say I love you, or Brenda Lee, rocking around the Christmas tree. Rocking around the Christmas tree in a heartbeat. That's a classic. Every time I hear that song, too, I think of Home Alone. That's the that's the song Kevin was playing when he had the fake people dancing at yeah. the party with the wet bandits scoping out the place. So, uh yeah, give me rocking around the Christmas tree. Billy Squire, that he's he's very underrated. Very underrated, in my opinion. But that, it, that's cri- I think Billy Squire's a group. Yeah, no, yeah, but I think it's just it's a, he's a solo artist. I thought he's he was a solo uh, artist. I, okay. No, I, I like that Christmas is a time to say I love you. I like that one. I like that one a well, lot. I, it's going to be tough. There's a couple in there, but it's going to be tough. If you got a classic in there, that's probably going to rule the day with me. I'm just giving you a fair warning. Which Christmas song is better? You too, baby. Please come home. Or Bruce Spinks- Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, I really kind of dig that boss one. Um, you two it's not even the best uh it's not even the best version of that song that belongs to uh darlene love so uh, the, you better be good for goose in this sake that nice big deep voice whoever the fuck sang that clarence clemens or whatever yeah. the 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 sax player on the well, east street band, band yeah yeah uh this one goes to to the east street band and the boss santa claus has come to town i tell you what it's pretty good uh those are both great like that fucking u2 song i fucking dig that one man since like 1991 or 92 that came out i love that one 
Like I love that Christmas song, but I also love the the, the Springsteen one. But not for me, it's the U two, uh, "Baby Please Come Home." Oh, I I think that song is so 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 good. Uh, yeah, I just I. I it's, it's, it well, it's a great song, but like yeah. I said, I I think it's the second best version of that song. So, uh, who do we got here? I got another one. Uh, what who? What song is better? "Run Run Rudolph" by Brian Adams or "Little Saint Nick" by the Beach Boys? Oh, those are both awful. Really? Um, oh yeah, I don't dig on either one. I think Brian Adams is one of the most overrated artists. Like he hasn't had a good fucking song since uh, summer of '69, which was 50 years ago. No, 30 years ago. No, I say 35 years ago. I think Brian Adams, uh, once he made it big in the states, he really just didn't care anymore and just put out fucking hits. The Beach Boys, even though I liked them, um, Little Saint Nick. It's, it's not an overly good song, but I'm gonna give it to uh, I'm gonna give this one to the Beach Boys and Little Saint Nick. I quite like that Run Run Rudolph. I don't mind that song at all, actually. Run Run Rudolph. Yeah. It's it's kind of almost a little Richard type. Uh, two more to go. Uh, Dave, what song is better? John Cougar Mellencamp doing I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus or David Bowie and Bing Crosby singing Little Drummer Boy? Um, it's, it's, it's a combo, Little Drummer Boy, Peace on Earth with Bing and Dave and... You know, I, I, I like John Cougar. I'm not overly crazy about that rendition, but I heard that one so much. I'm gonna give this one to uh to Mellencamp. I'm gonna I'm gonna say kiss mommy kissing Santa Claus. Good tune. I uh yeah. I, I don't the reason why I the Mellencamp song is, is upbeat and great and fun. And uh, it's a song that, that we sang as kids, like your music class, and fuck, we all had the same voice, like your your son used to have until you know puberty and stuff. But uh, I, uh, I I always questioned the, um, especially when I got older with niece and nephew. I don't have kids of my own, but that little drummer boy, it doesn't make sense. Do you think Mary was like, can that fucking little? I just got Jesus to fucking go to sleep. Can the little drummer just fucking fuck right off? Like I don't need him fucking walking around here waking up. Like I've always had a little situation with like it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make well, sense. Of- well, that thing makes a lot of sense, you know. Like unless those camels I, had I, fucking, I ha- but like but honestly, the wise men unless those camels had fucking hyperdrive, you know they didn't they didn't make it to to the manger that fucking night. You think they they stayed like he was born in a manger in a stable? Like, do you think they stayed there for four and a half fucking years so these three wise men can make it there on their camels? And where's where's the little drummer boy? Like, is is he in Bethlehem hanging out? Like, it's there are there are definitely some flaws in the story. <laughs> like, when you follow a star, like like what star do you follow? <laughs> and it's gonna be standing right over that. Like, I could be walking for a fucking zillion fucking years, and I still don't know. Like, am I underneath it now? How do you know when you're underneath a star? We're underneath them all. There is no getting around. There are definitely some flaws in the Jesus of <laughs> Jerusalem story. Mary and Joseph and 
I'm not saying there's I, I know anything else different, but yeah. there's definitely some flaws in that story. Well, you know, and then you know, you fucking given just gave birth in, to a to a manger, right? And then these three fucking jamokis on camels come and give you gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Like, where the fuck was this when I was looking for a hotel last week? Yeah, thanks. Give man. me a credit card you... number for the super eight. Yeah, fuck. And there's an Airbnb right from the, the fucking, fucking manger. Coming... Fuck me with yeah. Billy Goat piss. <laughs> and frankincense. And then, some fucking, and then fucking some fucking asshole playing his fucking drums to wake my fucking kid up. <laughs> Fuck me. Mary must have been pissed off, eh? Give that fucking kid some frankincense and tell him to like, hit the fucking tricks. <laughs> like, when, when, when Kaylee gave birth to Jasper, let's, let's trade it for fucking Mary and, and Jesus. Like, what would what would Kaylee have said? Oh, so now, now you're here? Now you're here? I, I know Kaylee well just, enough. Yeah, like it's it would be yeah, that sleep time, like because oh look, Jasper's born and everybody starts gathering around and like ding ding boom 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 Fuck off. Did you did you see what the fuck that is? Yeah, it's it's a little shirtless kid playing his drums outside. He wants to say thank you. Tell him thank you and hit the fucking bricks. Get fucking grab Hazel. Stop stop that fucking drumming one more to go we'll call her night uh mariah carey all i want for christmas is you or blue christmas by the man the myth the legend elvis presley because i tell you what i watched this tonight and i like i'm a big i'm gonna i'll i'll answer this first I love that Mariah Carey song. I tap my toe to that every time. But when I see Elvis Presley in that fucking leather suit singing this song, singing Blue Christmas, that fucking kicks a lot of fucking ass. And there's no getting around. (laughs) Elvis Presley doing Blue Christmas kicks the shit out of every Christmas song. They're not better songs, but how he does it, Kicks the shit out of all of it. All of no it. one, de- no one delivers a song in a live performance like the King. Oh, right? oh, like, leather suit really singing a Christmas yeah. tune. Oh, ready is fucking shit, but just shaking it, shaking his money maker. He was the original shaking his money maker, right? He, oh, had, oh he just every all of those ladies left with just a big pile of panty soup. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. That Mariah song is a hell of a pop song. It really, really is. It's a toe tapper that puts smiles on people's faces. And I and I 100% agree. But I have such a general distaste for Mariah Carey, the person. I'm gonna give this one to the King as well. Yeah. No. That. Uh, I was like I said. I was watching tonight. I was flipped. Like they had a thing playing this. Like oh yeah. And Elvis sitting there and just. <laughs> Yeah, and he's so fucking like Elvis. Like we forget how cool that motherfucker was. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You got all fat and shit at the end and everything else, but my god, when he was at his peak, there was nobody now, before, since, or ever will be. Like at Elvis's peak, he was a man. Like just oh, unbelievable. No. He was he was the fucking king, like and 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 you know the 
the thing he he left his mark. Fuck, he was he was only forty two when he died. He was only yeah. forty two. And it was because he was all popped up on pills and, and that kind of thing. So to, bad business fuck. deals and everything else. Well, no, but he never yeah. knew, like he knew he that when know. he didn't. Like because he was just fucking kicking ass and taking names yeah. and and, oh. and then eating Percocets and, and fried bologna sandwiches. He yeah, he he kicked a shit ton of ass to to leave a mark like that in, in a 20 year career, right? Probably twenty two to forty two. Unbelievable. And everybody on the fucking planet knew his name. Still does. Still do. Right. They still when you Elvis. Yeah, exactly. Up. Yeah. Joshua knows who the king is, right? Everybody. To this day. Everybody does. Yeah. Because actually there's a uh I know mom doesn't listen to this good. Mom's a puzzle person, right? Christmas time. We sit around, we do whatever, do a couple of two puzzles. And there's a there's a drinking game that comes around when the puzzle gets too long. And McKinley, she goes. She asked me on Saturday if I'm taking care of Grandma's puzzle for the year. I said no. And then she sent me a, a picture of uh, wasn't very Christmassy of herself and whatever. Is it fine? But uh, we're getting a uh, Elvis Christmas puzzle for the uh, that Margaret's going to just like just like yeah. She'll oh be yeah. Enthralled in it, right? Yeah. So it'll be a lot like, of fun. Like but yeah. Fat, fat in the white jumpsuit or more jailhouse rock skinny and. Uh, I ass? think like jailhouse rock kicking ass and fucking Christmas uh, the 1968 <laughs> comeback special. One of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Not not uh, uh, yeah not not uh, <laughs> uh, jumpsuit. Not not the Sands in Vegas when he, the day before yeah, he passed yeah. away. Yeah, no, Elvis is something, man. That that fucking guy. Like he just crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. The bitter end. It is to think yeah. about the life that fucker led. Yeah. There you say. Well, uh, I think we got one more inch before Christmas time on Wednesday night. I can't do it Thursday, obviously, but we got one more inch on Wednesday night. Uh, what do you got going on? Where actually? Wait, what are you doing? What's your? Uh, I tell you what. What we're, my my family's coming out here for Christmas, except my brother. But uh, what's uh, what are you guys doing for 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 Christmas? Uh, we're gonna play her close to the vest with uh, my wife's family, and um, we got a couple little traditions we do. It's it's kind of nice. Um, that it's on a weekend because then I can take extra days off during the week. So we're, we'll have a nice little family break, get back to work for a couple of days. And uh, we're going down to the great state of Montana. Speaking of which, the Grizzlies won their semifinal game. The Montana win. beat North Dakota State, beat North Dakota State, them pesky Bisons. And now uh, they'll be playing, I want to say, January f- 5 or 6. I, I, I'm not 100% sure when. Um, in the national championship game. So uh, congratulations to the Montana University of Montana Grizzlies. Uh, but yeah, then uh, for New Year's, we'll be spending it in Montana, plan on doing some skiing there and uh, lighting up fucking sh- all the fireworks I can afford. It's funny that uh, like the NCAA Division Two, or Division Three, sorry. It's a, and whatever. It's FCS, it's, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't the FCS. It's funny how they figured out how to get a champion twenty years ago, before the big money fig- figured out how to do it. Odd. Well, Odd. you know they haven't done it right yet. You know like, why? You know why? Because there isn't big money in this one. There is big money in the other one. That's why. Yeah, and now it's gonna it's gonna be funny to hear that this is another topic for another day. Like you know, 
what ball game gets around one game what ball game like so like the astroglide ball like you get a thing like the point set a ball the, they're gonna the, they're gonna figure it out all, all the balls, ways yeah. the same four teams at the end anyways i'm pretty it's sure it's a joke it's a well whatever um so i'm gonna be watching some i'm gonna yeah michigan plays the night game so uh It'll be a short day of skiing on January 1st. No, Michigan Michigan and Alabama, yeah, on uh, January 1st. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's we got a couple of shows before then. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about we'll that. We'll figure it out. But, yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll get some guests on the show for Wednesday night. We'll figure something out. But, yeah, it'll be the last show before Christmas and everything else. So, it's uh, a lot of fun tonight and everything else. Yeah, it's uh, geez, another year gone by Christmas. God damn. God damn is right. And there's, there's not a flake on the ground. Unbelievable. It's going to be a brown Christmas in Lethbridge, Alberta. Because I, uh, we'll talk off air, but I uh, went and did a couple little things around town wearing flip-flops and like not a fucking, and I was fine. Like, it's not, it's not like I, because sometimes you wear flip-flops just to do things. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm just wearing flip-flops. Yeah. It's weird. It was weird. It's weird. It's really it's, weird. It, it's uncomfortably warm if that can, if that yeah. makes sense. Not used to it. Yes. Three Anyways, days before Christmas, not a flake on the ground. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. See you around. Stick on the ice. What else, Dave? Travel safe. Uh, Valentine, keep that stick on the ice. Don't swing at the high pitches. See you in a couple days. Whatever. There we go. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday night. We'll get some guests out there. We'll have a festive Christmas uh, special. Come night on uh, Wednesday. Enjoy that puzzle, Mark. <laughs>